Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today's session is going to be a good old tough one. What we're going to do is 12 times 3 minutes with 90 seconds rest in it. Now this has appeared in the 10k plan before as 10 times 3 with slightly longer rests. So this is going to be a lot harder than that because you're doing two more intervals with less rest. But as far as pacing is concerned, we're going to be doing this at around about 26 to 28 strokes per minute. And I want you to start at around about 2k plus 7 pace, unless you're on the 10k plan and you've done that 10 times 3 before. In which case, I want you to take a look at what your average was for that row. And I want that to be what pace that you start at today. All right. Sorry if that's a bit complicated, but in, in order to kind of pro proceed within the plan, I want you to be kind of at that pace so you can get the benefits of going a little bit harder, all right? But the point is, is that I want you to be around about 2k plus 7 if you don't have that as a base pace. And then as we go through the 12 intervals, if you think you can go faster, then try to go faster, okay? But remember, there's 12 of these. What I don't want you to do is go absolutely racing out at 2k plus 3 or something in the first couple of intervals and then completely blow your, 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 set, your entire system and have to slow right back down and you can't then put in the intensity. This is about really putting in a bunch of intensity for three minutes, get a rest, three minutes, get a rest. And by the end of it, you're going to be tired, okay? It's going to be, this is one where you're going to have to work hard on, all right? So don't worry about the fact that it's going to start to bite because you have to work hard, all right? So let's get into our four-minute warm-up. Now, as always, we start off by setting up our machine. On the concept two, let's go to our drag factor first for the lever on the side. Set that where you want it to be. If you don't know about it, what drag factor is, then please check out the video on this YouTube channel, which tells you what it is and kind of round about where you might want to be setting it. For info, I've got mine at 120 today. Next up, go to your monitor and set it at eye height so you're not looking up, not looking down. And finally, your foot stretcher should be set to a height that you're able to get to the front of the machine comfortably with your shins in a nice vertical position. Um, if they're too high, you might get bound up, not quite be able to get that far forwards. If they're too low, you may be shooting straight past, which can cause hyperextension of your back and ruin your stroke and power and stuff, right? So, four minute warm up is going to be at 18 strokes per minute. And the power I want you to start at is just a good old kind of shove from your legs so you can work on the connection of power from your feet and your hands, okay? Remember, this is only four minute warm up, so we need to kind of make sure that you're getting nice and warm, ready for the main session. Okay, here we go then in three, two, one, let's go. So still 18 strokes per minute, but I want you to make sure and put a good shove from your legs and then work on that timing of the push from your feet and when your hands and the handle connect to whatever the power generation on your machine is. If you push too soon with your feet, then your backside will escape from underneath you. Again, whoosh. If you pull too hard with your hands, or too soon, sorry, then you're not going to get that power in, okay? Because your legs are kind of fighting against that early yank of your hands. So just try and get that timing right so that your feet press as your hands pick up. And while you're working on that, let's get the pace up to run about 2K plus 20. 
if you don't know what I mean by 2k pace, then it's based on rowing a two kilometer time trial. And then take your result and divide it by four. And that will give you the time to cover 500 meters on average through your 2K time trial. And that's your 2K training pace. So if you did a 2K time trial in 8.20, your average is two minutes and five seconds. So when I say row at 2K plus 20, you row at 2.25 pace. All right, one more stroke. Let's put one foot on the floor. Carry on rowing. Now, if you wanna make sure you're properly warmed up for today's session, just keep on doing normal rowing. Don't do these split drills. But they are valuable, so if you're gonna skip them out, make sure and come back and do them maybe in the cool down at the end of the session. Swap feet. I'll try and remind, if I can remember, I'll remind you to do that. But I won't remember. So you might want to leave a note. Like I say, we're meant to be hitting the ground running today quite fast, so make sure you're nice and warm for it. One more stroke here. Let's put both feet in, legs nice and straight. And just roll with your back and arms. So you're hinging backwards and forwards over your hips. So backwards, then you pull. Backwards, pull. And then out and then rock forwards. This hinging back and forwards over your hips is vital, okay? One more here. Now let's go to the front machine with straight arms and a forward lean and just press out with your feet. Try to hold that forward lean and arm straight so you don't have to keep on resetting the position. That way you can just really get used to pushing out, getting that timing right between your feet and your hands and driving out in the right body position. One more, just, yeah, right on zero. Right, like I say, because we're gonna start off nice and fast today, make sure you're warm. So even if you have to pause this video and carry on rowing for a couple of minutes, then do that. Um, you could always sacrifice the first interval of today um, just to get you right up to warm. Don't really uh, advocate that, but I'm not there to shout at you, so you do what you, <laughs> what you wish. Either way, keep on moving up and down the rail, do some light rowing if you wish, have a quick drink, and I'll describe one more time what it is we're doing today. All right then, so it's a good old tough session today. What we're gonna do is 12 three-minute intervals with 90 seconds rest in between. Pace-wise, we're gonna be doing this at around about 26 to 28 strokes per minute. And you're gonna be starting round about 2K plus seven, 
Or if you did the session before when it was 10 times three minutes with a slightly longer rest, I want you to look at your average pace across that session and start there, all right? Now, as for improving through these 12 intervals, well, I kind of, if you can, I want you to, but I don't want you to go too fast too soon and blow your system, all right? There's no point in doing that and then having to ease right back off. This is about trying to keep that intensity up. So if you think you can just hold 2K plus seven or your, your 10 times um, average, this whole thing, just stay there. There's nothing wrong with not improving. What I don't want is you to have to slow down, all right? Okay, cool. Let's get on with this because my watch just shouted at me and said, have you stopped rowing? <sighs> Such a nag. Right, so our first three minute interval, run about 26 to 28 strokes per minute, and run about 2K plus seven, or your average from when we did it 10 times, all right? In three, two, one, go. Now the key here for pace is that you want to try and get your stroke rate nice and high, like I say, 26 to 28 and then couple that with a good old push with your legs. Okay, if you can get the power from your legs and at a higher stroke rate, you're gonna be flying. If you couple them together, that's what makes you go fast. A high stroke rate with a soft leg drive won't get you much. A hard leg drive at a slower rate is going to be okay, but not as fast as you want. Put them both together. And that's how you develop speed. Remember, it really is all about leg drive, about pushing your legs into the machine. It's not about pulling, although obviously the power from your legs goes into your hands. You don't pull from the start you push with the legs and let that power flow through your body so that your arms just come in to a powerful finish at the end of the stroke not at the beginning. So take a look to see if your elbows are bending too soon. At the front of the stroke, and if they are, try and keep your arms nice and straight as you lay in that power from your legs. All right, almost there. One more stroke for me. Whew. 
Now only 90 second rests. These 90 second rests will feel shorter and shorter as we get through the workout, trust me. Have a drink, make sure to stay hydrated. Uh, but yeah, if, if you look down and find that you're coming out like this from the front of the machine, you come in, you've got bent elbows, try to think about having nice straight arms and only bending here at the back. Ooh, it gets tougher to talk technique in this kind of a workout because it's so hard and fast. 30 seconds to go. Make sure to ease the pressure off your backside by rocking from side to side a little bit. Changes where your sit bones are squishing your glutes. 15 seconds to go. If you want to start from a rolling start, do some light rowing from now. Try and match me at zero. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Same again. Same rate and probably the same pace as before. You might want to hold your same speed up until the fourth or fifth interval, which is when you'll know whether you've got it in you to start to improve. If this is already feeling like a walk in the park, then I think your 2K training pace is probably a bit on the soft side. I'm still just trying to hold 2K plus seven, which for me is 152 pace. And current thoughts for me is that I'll be holding this throughout the session and not trying to improve. But that's more a result of having a really tough session yesterday and not actually squeezing in a recovery row. I suffer for you in order to try and keep these videos coming up in a reasonable time frame. I just went straight from week six, session five to this week seven, session one. And I gotta tell you, my legs 
I'm not very happy about that. Okay, less than 20 seconds to go on this one. Three, two, one. Good job. Doing well. Whew. Quick microphone fix. Well, I'm there. New microphone seems to work out quite nice. Compression on it's a bit heavy. So I've had to try and EQ out the flywheel, so apologies if you're used to a much quieter whoosh from the flywheel when I've been talking, but this wireless system, it's a lot simpler to use, thanks to the folks that have been donating on the Patreon page, I was able to afford to buy a wireless mic instead of having the little task cam thing that would I often fail on me. <laughs> oh, make sure to drink. Short and sweet these three minutes, aren't they? Maybe not that sweet, but certainly short. Oh, okay, 15 seconds to go. Like I say, if you want to start a moving flywheel, start some light rowing now. I'm trying, Kevin, just sync with me as I get to zero. Four, three, two, one, go. Now, hopefully that last interval, you spent most of it thinking about straight arms. And try not to overload you with technique stuff. So I'm trying to take little breaks but hopefully you're just thinking about nice straight arms as you plant your feet into the foot plates and lay in the power. But it's also important to think about what your back is doing. in terms of swinging backwards and forwards. So you want to have a tilt over your hips into a forward lean at the front of the machine. But the key there is that it's just a tilt over the hips and that you only want to go to about one o'clock on the clock face. So you don't want to either collapse your lower back or upper back or 
over lean in the thoughts. We're trying to get more reach at the front of the machine. Just tilt forwards and hold it there as you push your feet into the machine. And then when your legs are about halfway done, that's when you finally swing into a backwards lean. There we go. Three, two, one. Ah, so that's important. Hang on. What's going on? Sorry. Microphone cable. Again. As much as I'm seeing how good excuse me this system is. Can't quite get the microphone cable length right. So it keeps on catching on the skin and pulling. And I worry that it's gonna make noises for you. Yeah, so we're just tilting backwards and forwards. You're not rounding in the ball backwards and forwards. You're tilting over your, your hips, especially forwards. Just wanna go that far. You don't wanna go past that one o'clock lean. You start reaching into the front, everything dips down. You lose power. Quick drink. 15 seconds to go. Start light rowing if you wish. 10 seconds to go. Six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Uh, I really, the big trigger for that forward lean is also what should be helping you with this slightly higher stroke rate. It's all about the release of the handle away from your chest. So you get to the back of the stroke and you pull the handle into your chest. But what you want to do is release it again at the same speed and rhythm that you pulled it in at. Now helpfully, if you pull in with your elbows through your sides, due to the muscles and ligaments, your arms will actually want to bounce or spring forwards lightly 
So all you have to do is continue that natural forwards spring to get your arms out and past your knees and then as your arms are doing that that's triggering that rock over your hips so that by the time the handle is past your knees your arms are straight and you're in that perfect lean position where you don't have to lean or tilt your back by any more okay four three two one ah. so try it sit here pull in your hands back as though finishing and you'll find that because of all the musculature and stuff in here if you've sent your elbows through squeezed your shoulder blades together it naturally wants to just bounce a little bit forwards so all you need to do is continue that bounce Hoots. have a drink oh. it definitely is this week seven of the 10k plan is our last real chance to put in some proper training that may help us when it comes to rowing the 10k because week eight is all about tapering down for the 10k itself so that's why today's so intense okay 15 seconds to go light rowing if you wish a moving flywheel we're going in five four three two one go <sighs> And so what I didn't quite manage to cover in that last interval was the stroke rate thing. So getting that handle away on the forward rock helps get your arms and back in the right position without you having to add in any more lean or anything but because you're just using your body's natural momentum to move back up the rail and not having to straighten up or recover 
from being stopped at the back of the stroke. That's what really helps on a high stroke rate. Because we can all push out of the front of the machine with a faster drive speed but that's only half of the equation you need a faster drive and that faster recovery so it's your handle really that guides you for that recovery because that handle release triggering the forward tilt shifts momentum to the front of the machine or front of your seat at least so all you need to do is bend your knees to slide forward four three two one oh. Five down, seven to go. I hit the first few a little bit too pacey and I'm paying for it now. That one was 152.3. Cause I'm just yeah, like I say, paying the price of going, going out a little bit too hard. First couple felt great, as they always do, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's less fun now. Oh, it's a really good, important session, whether you're doing a 10K, 2K, 5K, 6K, in terms of intensity and holding it and just how much work you have to put in. Okay, coming up for 20 seconds to go. Like I say, make sure and have a little waggle of your backside if you're starting to feel numb at all. Pick up your handle, just some light rowing if you want to start in a moving flywheel. And we're going in seven seconds. Five, four, three, two, one, go. But another quick thing to mention when it comes to stroke rate is that when you're doing your leg drive, you really want to get your legs down, okay? Maybe don't lock your knees, but you want a full leg drive pushing 
into the machine. If you sense you're stopping short with your legs and you need to tug on the foot straps in order to stop you short, then that's not only power that you're missing out on that could be going into the machine, but by pulling yourself to a stop, you kind of undo your option for this handle release and forward tilt body momentum thing. So even though as I'm rowing at 28 strokes a minute, I am securing myself at the back of the stroke with a light touch of my feet to the straps. I'm not yanking on them either to bring myself to a stop or to pull myself back up the rail again. Okay, just under 30 to go. 20, keep it strong. We'll get a rest in 12 seconds. Whew. Two, one. Oh. Ah, I can hear Bon Jovi playing. We're halfway there. This is why today is marked as a top tier for the week. We're starting off this week at a max effort workout. And then session two is then a 60 minute row. So that'll take it out of you from a duration point of view. But then session three is a mid tier. Okay, so don't worry, I'm not gonna throw in another max for session three. And then another bottom and another mid. So we're just front loading this one with a big effort again so that we can get ourselves prepped for the end of week eight, which is meant to be the 10K time trial, if that's what you're looking to do. Oh, 20 seconds to go. Whew. So six down, six to go. Oh, 10 seconds. Six, five, four, three, two, one, go. 
Now, as we are halfway through this workout, it's a good time to just address what happens if you're starting to fatigue a little bit. And usually, it's your posture that starts to go. And by that, I mean that you should be sitting up on your sit bones at the front of the machine as you start the drive. And then as you come in to the back of the stroke, although you will have gone into a backward lean, you still want your sit bones connected to the seat rather than sitting back on the fleshy part of your backside, which invariably causes your tailbone to tuck underneath you and then ruins your posture and that ability to just tilt over your hips for the return of the stroke. All right, one minute to go. So do try to think about a powerful primed posture at the front, hold it up on your sit bones until halfway through the leg drive and then when you do that transition into the backward lean, keep powerful and on your sit bones rather than collapsing your lower back. Two more. One more. It really is the double whammy on this one, knowing that there are 12 intervals, so two more than last time, but also losing so much time off the rest as well. And again, you're 36 minutes worth of rowing in total, but it's a lot faster than your average 10K pace is likely to be. So exposure to this intensity means that when you get to run about 1500 meters to go, six minutes, maybe seven minutes on your 10K, 
and you start to rise up to feeling like you're feeling today in this session, you've done it. You've been through this. You know you can continue. 15 seconds to go. 10 seconds to go. Right, here we go then. In five, four, three, two, one, go. And that's what I've kept on saying through this plan is that although we are quite obviously training our muscles, our lungs, the whole of our CV system in order to make your bag of bones and muscle perform better, you really need to work on the mental side of it too. In every distance, if you're going for a full-on best effort, it's challenging mentally, but sometimes for different reasons, like a 500 meter time trial, it's just about, can you start at max and then keep going? Even if your pace drops, you keep going at whatever your available max is rather than giving in and thinking you've blown it. A 2K is just about putting in that effort across a shorter, well, shorter compared to 10K anyway period of time but then the 10k is about staring around about 40 minutes in the face and knowing that you need to keep that intensity up for that duration All right, four, three, two, one. Two thirds of the way there. The lesser known Bon Jovi lyric. I think there is any song with two thirds in the title. The Daily Ross song, Two Fools. Okay, a minute to go. Make sure to drink. 
Right about now, you should know whether you're able to improve or not. I'm just hanging on to hold my pace. I'm gonna blame that tough session. And I'll also play the I'm talking to you card as well. And that the intensity goes up and the respiratory rate goes up. Talking gets tougher and steals breath. So that's my excuse for why I'm not improving my pace today. Okay, 15 seconds to go. Do some light rowing if you want that moving flywheel. 10 seconds. Oh. Six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Oh. So yeah, mental strength. And this is exposing you to an intensity that you're likely to only really be experiencing towards the back end of your 10k row but this repeated exposure at a higher intensity will actually kind of recalibrate what your brain perceives as too hard. It's important to do intense sessions so that your brain doesn't hit panic stations because it hasn't experienced it before. And so even though your muscles and cardio are used to it, it's like your brain is playing catch up. And that is why we train and we don't just sit down and row a 10k every day with the hopes that gradually you'll get faster. I mean, you will, but it'll be rather dull and The risk of plateauing by doing the same session at the same intensity for too long is quite high. I mean, you can do two weeks, even three, on the trot of the same session. Four, three, two, one. Yeah, you could do three weeks of 
hard 10Ks, as long as your body and energy system would allow for that, which it probably wouldn't. But then, as you get towards that fourth week, your body starts to adapt and just get used to rowing hard for 42 minutes or whatever. And actually stops developing quite as fast. So by mixing it up and doing sessions like this, you keep your body guessing and developing. You develop your brain, you develop your muscles. I mean, listen, we're week seven, session one. If I need to sell you on the, on the concept of a training plan, <laughs> then... And what have you been doing for the past seven weeks? Unless, of course, you're just doing this as a one-off standalone. In which case, maybe me selling you the idea of a, a plan is a good idea. Facetious me? No, no, no. Okay, 12 seconds to go. 10. Got three left. Six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Around about now is when the endorphins start to kick in because you realize you've only got three to go. And you're like, hang on. I was projecting forwards in terms of intensity. I thought I'd be in a much worse state than I am now. And if that's the case, then you still have the option to push, even if it's just one second faster on this interval and another on the next interval. That's fine. And then the last interval, you can just try and see how much you can get out of it. I kind of equate these three minute intervals to run about 750 meters worth of rowing. I'm up at around about 800 in reality, but I think if we averaged across the row along channel, Three minutes is likely to be around 750 meters. So when it comes to the last interval, I want you to row it as though it's the last 750 of whatever 
you're training for. That's it. If you want to push it, you don't have to. But if you do, let's just play a little make-believe. Four, three, two, one. So we've got two more. Next one is still up to you. Well, both of them is. But if you, if you are gonna push, you wanna make it feel like a race situation, then it's a 10K, just start. In fact, every race, apart from a 1K really, start off and then gradually increase, maybe every 100 meters, put in an extra spurt of effort. Ideally, I don't want you to increase the stroke rate for that last interval. Still want you to be between 26, 28, but it's up to you. Maybe you're like, you know what, I want to make this feel like a 2K, so really get the rate up as well. But we still have one more to go before we get there, so make sure and reseat your seat. Get strapped in, start doing some light rowing if you want to that moving flywheel. We're going in 11 seconds. Whew. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Now as the last interval is mostly gonna be about putting in power, let's prep for it by just thinking technique for this one. So remember, posture, up on your sit bones, at the front, tilt over your hips into a one o'clock lean. Try not to over lean. Try not to overextend your shoulders. It's nice and loose. Arms straight. Arms are nice and relaxed. Shoulders are loose so that as you push your feet into the machine, your arms just brace against the power. You're not pulling the handle. Your core engages at the drive. And then once your legs are halfway through the drive, that's when you swing your back from that forward lean into the backward lean. And right after 
you start to swing is when you finally pull in your arms nice and powerfully elbows through your sides try not to over flare your elbows just enough to keep your wrists flat oh, almost there 15 seconds okay four three two one last one coming up I'm very much looking forward to this being the last one well I'm looking forward to it being the end of, the, of this one. I'm gonna lie, around about interval four, I was thinking, this just isn't for me today. But again, have a drink. That's the beauty of this structure, this model of a row, is that you're done you rest, you reset, ready for the next interval. And if you can get into the mindset of it, those negative thoughts just drip away within that minute and a half. So that you start the next interval, you're a little bit fresher and you're like, ah, that's all right, I've got this. So although interval halfway through interval four, I was thinking, oh, I might just stop. By the time I started interval five, I'm like, oh, I'm glad I didn't. I'm now, I'm cooking my gas now. I get to do my Bon Jovi joke in a couple of intervals time. Right, 10 seconds to go. Do this one how you intend to do it, okay? Four, three, two, one, go. It's like I say, it's the equivalent of 750 meters. I was pushing stroke rate a bit too high there. But I'm trying to hold 2k plus 5, so two seconds faster for this first minute. So that would be like 750 down to 500 in a race. Okay. All right, two minutes. Can you increase your leg drive? Keep your stroke rate, but push harder with the legs. You should hear your machine increase its tone 
as you empty that power into it with every stroke. Okay, one minute. Do you have any more? I'm still trying to hold rate at 2k plus one. Get that power in, get your timing right at the front of the machine. Don't pause, 30 seconds, 20 seconds. More power. 10. Come on. Three. Two. Oh. Ah. Oh. I finished at 2K minus four. How did you get on? Do let me know. I know those last three minutes of pushing become a little bit more of your typical me telling you to go harder as though I was a, a real life PT. <laughs> I'm a real life PT. But it's important to push if you want to push. And actually, most of that I was talking to myself. And it just shows if you put in the effort and stop thinking about the intensity and just think about the effort you can put in, you can achieve a lot faster than you thought you could. Makes me want to go back and do that again. Maybe we'll put that at the end of the week. No, don't worry. <laughs> right, two minute cooldown. Start this run about 2K plus 20, and then gradually ease down to like 2K plus 30, 35. It's quite an intense session, so you need to let your body glide into a stop. It's not like you've just done a 30 minutes at 20, which wasn't that intense. That one was. So, three, two, one, go. So, realistically, in terms of proper max effort gasping sessions, that should be the last of them on the 10k plan. It just depends on what your fitness, etc., is like. There's going to be another power session, the 20 strokes a minute, one minute max power from your legs, which from a muscles point of view will feel very up there, but 
it's not going to be like session just then which was all about trying to put in as much power as you could from your muscles and cardio at the same time balancing it out to be able to complete those intervals at the right pace like I say session two is a 60 minute row which from a duration point of view should tire you out so they're like the two big last kind of tiring ones session three is then the a kind of a more typical mid-tier session four is another 30 minute recovery regenerative row and then session five is the one minutes at 20 strokes a minute super fun workout in fact I'm gonna call this one the super fun workout as advised by Oh, I'm so sorry, I can't remember your name. I knew it. even when I came in today, I was thinking, <sighs> head's gone. It's because it's a Friday. All I have is dreams of spaghetti. Spaghetti bolognese and some Erdinger alcohol-free beer. Woohoo, that's how I roll. But for the time being, it's lunchtime. I've just done that. I think I've just done that fasted as well. Which actually, I'm not playing that as a card for how I find it tough. I don't find rowing fasted tough in the slightest. I actually find I get more power. Um, these feel better when I'm fasted. But what it means is, uh, I apologise if you could hear my rumbling stomach <laughs> through some of the rest periods. Especially if the compression on this microphone is so good that it's picking up all these things. But anyway, so yes, that's my Friday. Um, I'll see if I can get this one edited and put up today. I don't know if I can time-wise. And plus I did just put up session five, week six, session five. So I don't really like putting up two workouts in a day. And I still have to do, do the fall team challenge update this evening while I'm cooking my spaghetti, which we're still in third place. I think right, right now we're about four and a half million meters ahead of fourth place, the French indoor rowing. Um, so there's still, 15 days to go, we're halfway there. Well, we're at the Bon Jovi point of the full team challenge as well. Um, so yeah, so we'll see how all this ends up. But so th yeah, so thanks to everybody who's currently taking part in it. If you're watching this in like March, 2023, you're gonna be like, what on earth is he on about? Um, but yeah, September, 2020, or it's not October, it's October 1st today. Um, there's a full team challenge happening and row along team are doing exceptionally well for which I can thank everybody. I had absolutely no idea that my row along thing would ever develop into a team. And the fact that the team is third in the table of the full team challenge is just, yeah. Anyway, I'll do all the gushing in tonight's video for that. So for the time being, um, uh, oh, see, I'm stuck on the hashtag again. I should maybe, so the problem is, is because I don't plan any of these. I don't sit down and say, right, this is what I'm going to say through the duration of this video. Yeah, let's see, what should I talk about? Ah, I can come up with a good hashtag. I don't, I just waffle. Um, so, uh, I mean, it's the last of the 10K intense ones. Um, intensity, and I've, I've probably done intensity before, but let's just do intensity, because it was. Um, so just, if you can leave a comment just to show you got this far through the video, then just say hashtag intensity. And make sure and leave me a comment. Do let me know you're there. I mean, listen, it, uh, 
the way people know about this channel is by people watching and people commenting. So if you are just surfing the internet and you're like, hmm, I want to f find a video to row along to, and you type in row along, I hope, and then my video pops up, when you see it's had like three views and it's had no comments, you're probably like, oh, I'm not going to do that one. I'm going to go and pick someone else's. But when you see it's got 30,000 views and like 100 comments, you go, ah, that one's kind of worth doing. So that's all I ask is if you watch the videos and leave a comment. And that's how you can be part of the roll along team. Anyway, so yeah, leave me a message, join the Facebook group if you wish, say hi, woohoo. Um, but for the time being, I'm going to head off, go get myself some lunch, woo, dry myself off because I'm all a bit slippy now. Uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, and if I can't get this one up tonight, I will, but it'll probably be tomorrow, I'm afraid. So not that you care, because you'll just have watched it. What do you care? So thank you so much for being here. Please look after yourselves. Stay safe, be well. Bye-bye.